0: Hey guys,
1: welcome to Creating History. Led by your host, Caitlin, this podcast is going to empower you to create your own history with God. Let's get this journey started. Hey guys, we are back with another episode, and I am here with my friend, Jamie. Hey! So I actually live in Louisiana now, as some of you guys may know, and I met Jamie at my church, and she is pretty awesome. And so today you'll get to know a little bit about Jamie. Um, But before we get started, I do want to go ahead and pray. So, Father, we just thank you for your presence, God. We ask that you would be with us, Lord, that you would speak through myself and you would speak through Jamie today, God. I ask that anything that comes out of our mouth would glorify you, Jesus, and it would penetrate the hearts of people listening in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, Jamie, go ahead and tell us a little bit about who
0: you are. Let's see. I was born and raised here in the boot, (laughs) right in Louisiana, loving all things seafood and crawfish and all of that stuff. It's good, (laughs) y'all. Let's see. I went to UL Lafayette, so one of our schools down here in LSU. So go Tigers, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I just, I'm glad that I was able to meet Caitlin at church. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she's sweet.
1: Let's go ahead and kind of share something about what God did in your life Mm -hmm. and so you can kind of encourage the people on, on whatever that process might've been for you.
0: Yeah. So, um, just looking back at a little piece of my story, I guess I'll I'll be sharing today talking about my journey with God through grief and how God actually kind of prepared me for one of the biggest life changes that I've ever experienced. And then how he's currently Mm -hmm. now using some of that story in my career and how Mm -hmm. like things are, you know, just moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so when I look back at 2020 and what 2020 was like for everybody, pandemic happened, people are locked in the houses, (laughs) everybody's, Mm -hmm. you know, just struggling with work. There's grief all around, honestly, when we think about people losing their homes, losing their jobs, losing their sense of social interaction with one another. But for me, I was in grad school at the time, so I didn't really have much time to think about all the things that were going on. I just finished my first year. So I have my master's in social work actually from LSU.
1: And so, um,
0: yeah, I did my first year and then it was in the summertime coming up to my 24th birthday. And I was really feeling like God was placing in my heart, like the word, like prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was just really feeling strongly, like prepare yourself, prepare yourself. And so I'm thinking, you know, okay, I have one more year until I graduate from school. I need to prepare myself for what's coming next in my career. I really feel like God is going to do some big things Mm -hmm. in and Through me, so I need to get like hunkered down in the word and really get stronger. And so I did my first ever Daniel Fast. Amen. And it wasn't even like a full like 21 days. I think I was looking at a devotional and somebody said something about seven. So I was like, great, okay, great. Seven, number completion. We gonna yeah, do. We're going we to do seven day <laughs> day fast. <affairs." laughs> but did I do everything all the way right? Uh, probably not. I probably ate some stuff I didn't eat But I was like, thank God for grace. <laughs> and so, yeah, I did that. And I really felt like I was revealing a lot of things mm-hmm. and stuff in and through me during that time period. But I really was like, okay, this is really a time for me to prepare myself and yeah. to really get stronger. And so what I didn't know was that in the next, six months of my life, so many things were going to change. Mm. And so in less than a month after that, one of my uncles was in a matter of two days, he went to the hospital with a COVID diagnosis. Wow. And then it was that Friday and it had to be that Sunday he passes. Wow. And so our family was just in shock. He was mm-hmm. relatively healthy. We didn't know what was Just what just happened, right? Mm -hmm. And so then the day after that, we get a call because my mom uh, was a cancer survivor. So Mm -hmm. she actually was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2016. Mm -hmm. She had gone through the process, chemo, radiation, hair loss, surgery, all of those things. But, you know, God sustained her through that and brought her out. And she was stronger than ever and was thriving and working with other uh, clients that had actually been going through cancer treatment. And so the day after my uncle's passing, we get a call basically saying that it's possible that her cancer could be back and so because she was dealing with some digestive issues and stuff Mm -hmm. at the time um, like struggling to eat and we were thinking maybe no it could just be acid reflux it could be some other things going on and so it's like okay so here's a whammy all within a matter of a couple of days right but then about a month or so later I witnessed my two older brothers so I have brothers that are way older than me, (laughs) like 12 and 18 years older. And so their dad actually had lung cancer. And so he passed. And Mm -hmm. so just trying to be the supportive sister for them and really encouraging them and loving on them during that time when it was just difficult. And my brother's godfather was actually my uncle who had just passed before. So trying to you know, process all of that. But then a few months later, my mom's health isn't really getting much better. She's actually starting to decline for the first time in my 24 years of life. Uh, I spent Thanksgiving away from her because she was in the hospital oh. at that time. But then they sent her home, and they sent her home on hospice. Mm. And so that was difficult for us. But Especially we were to trusting, see that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we were just trusting and believing in God. And we're like, you know what? This is what the doctors say, but that's not what my God necessarily says. So we're just going to keep on praying and trusting and believing. And it's just... I'm just grateful that during that time period, although it was kind of difficult because of the pandemic that was happening at that time, I was able to spend a lot more time with my mom and actually be there with her doing my online classes. So (laughs) if I had to turn off my camera on Zoom and go over to visit with her, I was able to do so. But um, on December 16th of 2020, she actually passed. Mm. And so it was just a very difficult season. But surprisingly for me, I felt peace in that moment, because I do feel like God was with us through that whole process. And I even look back at two days before she passed. um, She pulled me and my dad aside. My brothers weren't at the house at that time. And she told us, you know, well, if God decides to raise me up and to heal me from this, then then he will. But if God decides that it's my time to go, Mm -hmm. then it's my time to go. But I just want y'all to know that I love the Lord Mm -hmm. and that I love y'all. Aww. And so for me, hearing her say that was, I think, what gave me some of that strength and some of that peace hmm. as she was transitioning. And so, um,
1: like it's I okay, said, I a, just...
0: It's okay to cry. I know. I know. I'm, I'm over here to fight crying. It. <laughs> you fighting about crying. But it's just, um, my mom, for me, was just my, my spiritual... Mother, she wasn't just my mom. I, I grew up in the church, mm-hmm. but and my parents even had a ministry where they would be singing and stuff all around Louisiana and some other states, too. And so just seeing her faith in that moment, it did nothing but just encourage my faith and yeah. just to keep going. But then shortly after that, I went on another fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to do a 21-day Daniel, the official 21 days. Um And during that time, I was like, okay, I need to just reset myself and try to just resettle because a lot has just happened. And I appreciate, you know, I thank God for giving me the strength to try to get through at least that hurdle of what was going on at that time. But then, you know, I still have school and all these other things. I still, I was in my last semester trying to get ready to graduate at that time. And so I was trying to like I said pray for future and all of these things but some of the things that were coming up during that time of fasting was just honestly the grief Mm -hmm. and the the feelings of honestly being open with God and telling him I'm honestly kind of disappointed and it's actually hard and I look back because I prayer journal. I look back at some of my journals before she passed and how hard I was like, God, I believe that you can do these things and you're going to heal her and all this. And then in that moment, like I said, of just fasting, just being open with God and telling him, God, this is hard. Yeah. And I'm angry about it and I'm sad about it. But, you know, I thank you that I know she's at peace now. And I know that she's, you know, wrapped in your love. And, you know, that you're still holding me and my family and you're keeping me strong. Because there were moments right before she passed when I was sitting at the table doing final exams, you know, watching her go through pain and all those things. And I'm like, well, God, I appreciate you for keeping me strong through all of that. But I have to admit, it's hard. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, my mom was the rock for me. She was the person anytime. any time. I would have exams. I would always call her. I'll be walking on campus mm-hmm. <laughs> to my classes with my phone, like, hey mom, I'm about to walk into this exam. Let's let's pray about yeah. it. I would be literally outside the class and I'm like, what you doing? I'm like, I'm praying. Let me exactly. pray. <laughs> you know, uh, before everything. And so it was just really showing me, like she was, like I said, she was really that rock for me. And I think after that, some of that fast and time was really helping me to shift my perspective on things and to then be like, okay, well now God, I know she held me down. It was was my rock for a lot of that but i know you are my rock and yep. you are the person that i have to lean on even moving forward i always would lean on you but i would admit that my mom was I probably a little bit of a crutch i was a little uh with the what's the little kids uh bikes the training wheels <laughs> yeah <laughs> she, she was my training wheels but now it's you know god's showing me that it's time for you to you know, step up, step into, up mm-hmm. step and step into, into who, who you are. Exactly. And to step into who I am today. And so I did that fast. And then shortly after that, like literally the day after I ended the fast, I get a phone call from where I'm working now, which is a job working with people with cancer. Wow. And working with children who are going through grief. Wow. And so that is I had this, amazing. I know. and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And it's like, I, I knew I worked there like once before as an intern before, but during this time in grad school, they had filled the positions. I left, I'm in school. It's like, there's no way I'll be back working there. You know, it's fine. I'm just going to pray for wherever and I'm going is next. this before
1: that happened Yeah, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Before all of this. And then now here we are and God just opened this door just out of nowhere that I didn't even see coming that yeah. I didn't even expect. And now I get the opportunity to pour yeah. into people and kids and families that are impacted by cancer and he
1: prepared you for that exactly like when he even when he told you like prepare he wasn't telling you to prepare for exams or anything he was (laughs) literally telling you to prepare for this upcoming season and what he was going to do in and through you and through your family and I just think like he's so intentional exactly and it's so beautiful
0: Exactly. And it just it blows my mind even thinking about it now as I'm trying to like plan for the upcoming summer. And we're trying to figure out what camps and things look like Mm -hmm. in the middle of COVID. Like, do you do stuff in person? Do you keep things virtually? But it's just really, like you said, looking at the intentionality of God and just how he really worked things out. And so here it was February shortly after. And I'm trying to figure out and balance like part time job working over here with these clients, but also like finishing school. And so many of my classmates were looking for jobs and things upon graduation, but God had already opened the door Mm -hmm. and already made a way where it's like, well, you already have a job. You don't even have to look at, look for it. You don't have to think about it. It's already set into place. And so, yeah, that is crazy.
1: So what's one thing, I know you talked about your mom being your rock and um, what's kind of one thing that she taught you that sticks with you to this day?
0: Ooh, man, it's so many things. Um, I'll just go with, you know, keep God first, Mm -hmm. you know. Above all things, like, She's been through so many things in her life, you know, so many trials and tribulations, but one thing that remained constant for her was just her everlasting faith in God Mm -hmm. and her trusting and believing in Him and loving God so much, so she even wanted to just share Him with everybody she came in contact with through, like I said, her singing ministry, through just being the matriarch in our family and pouring into people by hosting people at our house with food and Mm -hmm. all these other things, but just keeping God first and then allowing God's love to just pour out through you into everybody else that you meet. So. Right. And
1: I, I think, well, I know that it yeah. is something that, that has passed on to you <laughs> because you are a person who just, like the love of Christ yeah. just shines through you. And mm-hmm. so... Just what she instilled in you is so evident, and I really wish that I would have got to meet her. But I see her through you, Um, and so I just think it's so beautiful that you are carrying that spirit of your mom, and you're actually like operating the way that she was as well. Um, Yeah, because you love well, like you really do love well, Jamie. (laughs) Um, And so (laughs) it ain't easy sometimes, especially dealing (laughs) with people. So with your job, what's one thing like? I know you work with kids that are grieving, what do you, Mm -hmm. what does your day look like when it comes to that? Like when you're speaking to kids, how are you pouring into them?
0: Yeah. So we actually have this uh, grief camp that we do in the fall. So we spend a lot of time throughout the year, like planning for it. And we have some very special, like, moments they call them like uh, luminary ceremonies where the kids take the opportunity to have a photo of their loved one and they can go up to the front and just share like this is a photo of dad or mom and this is why I love them or this is one of my favorite memories with them and then having another opportunity to just take something to create that, again, reminds them of more memories that they have had with them. And then to release that out onto... There's this beautiful lake out where we have camp at. And so then they get to really, like, send love to their loved ones through that way. And so it's just... um I just like to hear their stories, like I said, and just to be there and support with them. And a lot of times with the kids, it really makes a difference if they can just hear with you. Because sometimes they look at at us and feel like we're the superheroes of the world. We don't go through pain. We don't go through difficulties. But then being able to share with them that actually I've gone through things myself. And then they look at you like, really? (laughs) I had no idea. And you can relate to so Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Because
1: I'm I'm sure you're not the only person that works there. Yeah. That's going through grief
0: mm-hmm.
1: but had you gotten the job prior to you going through it you wouldn't be able to relate and pour into the kids the way you are to able to now exactly um, so like i said he's so intentional
0: exactly it's and crazy. it's funny because i think that was one of my struggles a little bit before when i did work there once before i was kind of like okay like i i know i have dealt with a little bit of grief i have dealt with like i said my mom's prior cancer diagnosis and it's like okay mm-hmm. i get it but in in it, understanding that deep grief that those kids are really feeling and like the real like struggle of when cancer is not pretty, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's never pretty, honestly. And one thing we always say at work is like cancer doesn't discriminate in any way, shape or form. It'll come in and mess up many people's lives, you know, but it's just, like I said, just really being able to now come back to them and really like, I understand what you're going through, you know? Yeah. That's so good. So you talked about like, being angry with the Lord and
1: having those moments where you were just yeah. getting mad and being vulnerable with him. So kind of dig a little bit deeper into that. What it, yeah. what exactly did that process look like? Because I know when you're going through grief and when you are like really dealing with anything that's painful, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you do just get mad at the Lord and that's okay. I think he understands that part yeah. of us. And so just kind of talk about that a little bit.
0: Yeah, man, that was, that was hard. And it's funny because in that, Fast and moment. I didn't expect that to come out. Like, that wasn't my intention to, I'm gonna use this time to just pour out all my feelings mm-hmm. to the Lord. It's like I'm focusing on something else, but my <laughs> mind is just coming back to this here, yeah. and I'm just sitting there and just crying and weeping, and just, like I said, just telling God, like, this is hard. Honestly, I was feeling like my mom was such a loving person mm-hmm. and such a great person. And I always like we would always talk about like the three score and 10 and the, mm-hmm. the 70 years and all of those things. And so I'm like, you know, I I didn't think that the way that she and again, I'm not God yeah. <laughs> in no way, shape or form. But I, I felt that she didn't deserve to to transition in that way. Yeah. You know, I thought she would have had a lot more time left on this earth with all of us and to see my future kids and all these other things. And I was mm-hmm. like, well God, it's just it's hard because me and her talk so much about what could come in the future. And now I feel like I've been ripped all of that has been ripped away from me. Yeah. How do I continue to move forward? And mm-hmm. I don't have my primary support system and my person that kept me strong in all of the difficult seasons. Like it's not, it's not fair, God. It's it's hard. You Know, yeah, so what yeah. does grieving look like now for you? It looks like, um, still trying to take time to feel it whenever it mm-hmm. comes up, um, and trying to remember her in ways that I know like she would love to be celebrated. Like, so for her birthday, when it's funny because the day that you asked me to do the podcast was her <laughs> birthday, and so, um on her birthday, she always loves seafood, kind of like me, like mm-hmm. I mentioned before. <laughs> me too,
1: especially now I'm in Louisiana.
0: <laughs> and so uh, we would always, you know, eat seafood on her birthday. That's a new tradition. I call it National Seafood Day in the Collins House. So yeah. It's always going to be on her birthday. And then trying to do things on the holidays that I know she would love, like hosting things at the house for the family, you know, trying to tie everybody in together like that. But then also just giving myself grace on those days when I'm honestly not feeling it yeah and if I feel like I need to be at home and just like locked away in the house, not talking to anyone doing that, and I do think that if someone you know out there is going through grief and those things, it is good to have. Friends and family that are, you know, checking on you. I know sometimes it can be easy to push those people away, but to allow some of those people into your life to really help and to pour into you. And I will say that my friends, I really appreciate them as they call them at church, the squad. (laughs) They're (laughs) always together. (laughs) Because they like literally came and checked on me like... On the day of my mom's birthday, they brought me this little bear from Build a Bear Workshop Aww. that had like a recording of her voice in it and all of those things. And they really just That's try so to sweet. be intentional, you know, with doing things like on um, the one year anniversary, like since she had transitioned, we went out and like lit candles and like it was a whole surprise. They like pulled me, and were like, we're gonna go out here to this lake and light these candles and set them free. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so, Aww. yeah, so. That's what God. grieving looks like for me now. And yeah. just trying to, like I said, pour into other people. So. That is beautiful. And you, yeah. you
1: kind of already gave a little bit into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, is there anything else that you would say to encourage people who are grieving right now? Mm-hmm. Or maybe even in the future, they've listened to this in the past and mm-hmm. then they need it later on. You know, what would you kind of say to
0: them to encourage them in that season? Yeah, just trust in God. First and foremost, you know, um, don't lean to your own understanding, as they say in the Bible, and acknowledge him in all your ways. And he's going to get you through it. He's going to continue to, you know, direct you in it. But again, if you have those moments where you are... Hurting or, you know, angry and pain, all those things. God knows that we have those feelings. He allowed us to have these feelings, you know. Mm -hmm. But of course, our feelings are fleeting at times, but it's okay to pour out your heart to God and just to seek Him and just to tell Him those things and to allow Him to pour back into you and allow Him to heal you as well. And don't expect it to just be a, oh, I got through this day, this moment, this year, and now I'm going to be better and over it. Mm -hmm. You know, expect that. Take it each day, one step at a time. And mm-hmm. eventually over time, you know, you'll be also in a better place where you can help other people. It may mm-hmm. not be like how I do it, you know, running the camp for kids and, you know, counseling people and stuff. But it could just be, you know, you just sharing your testimony, mm-hmm. your story with someone else like Caitlin today.
1: <laughs> and I think um, grief never ends. Yeah. It like doesn't. it's a it's a never ending anything. Um, I have never lost someone as close to me as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was younger, I lost my grandparents who were, who were very close to me. Mm-hmm. And so even I was 14, I'm 32 now. So even now I still have mm-hmm. moments where I'm like, I really wish that they were here. Um, yeah. and there's just moments when I still cry about it. Um, so grief literally is just a never ending process. Um, yeah. and, and the moments probably become further apart. Mm-hmm. Um, as time goes on, but you always are going to miss those people in your life, and you're always going to desire that they're still here. Um, yeah. We are human, and we do know, like, yes, we know they're with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know that we'll see them again. Yeah. But we're allowed to miss them, you know? Exactly. So. Exactly. If you didn't miss them,
0: then you wouldn't <laughs> be human, I mean. And these people wouldn't have as big of an impact on your life as they yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. And God allowed them to be in your life for that season and for that time for a reason. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and they they pour so much into you yep. in, in their life, especially your mom.
1: Like yeah. She literally poured out her life and, and gave you everything that you know. Yeah. Um, I am so grateful that you sat down with me today and shared. Yeah. Um, is there any last piece of advice, anything else, last words you want to share? I think I think that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that was absolutely beautiful. I really appreciate yeah. you just sharing your story. Yeah. Um, and crying with me today (laughs) we both cried and it's beautiful (laughs) so thank you all for listening and um we look forward to seeing you again next time bye guys thank you for listening to this episode of creating history produced in partnership with sevenfold media make sure to take a moment to share subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you listen for more content head to creating history podcast.com we love you and look forward to sharing the next episode with you